My eye am looking at the greatest army known to man. It's you. Yes, the army of God. The absolute army of God. All right, well, uh, let's see what. Happy Mother's Day. Okay, you will be blessed with your blessing on the way out. So remember that. You have reason not to leave church early. All right, no, mothers, happy, happy Mother's Day. Ladies, happy, happy Ladies' Day. It would hardly be any move of God or any church functioning without women. I like to say we have some great men in this church, and they're very active, which is very, very unusual. In the majority, in most churches, women carry the loads. Thank God for them. All right, excellent. Let's go before the Lord. Father, we come to you now in the name of the Lord, God Almighty. And Lord, we can sing it, we can read it, we can underline it, we can highlight it. But Lord, it takes a move of God to get it in our hearts. Lord, we need this in our hearts. Lord, it's not coming. Lord, it's here. The uh, oppression, Lord Jesus, the unraveling of the fiber of our nation. Lord, we are in the midst of it. Father, we must have this, and we are openly and willingly telling you, Lord, with us, this is impossible. Lord, but with you, Lord Jesus, these scriptures that we have highlighted and looked at and sang about now must come to life inside of us, Lord. Lord, with you, all things are possible. Lord, with your army that you uh, are inside of, all things are possible. Lord, let every person in this room, from the youngest to the oldest, Lord, do not let the young think, I'm too young for God to use. Or Lord, do not let the old think, I'm beyond. Lord, they're not. They're here. Lord, I pray that the Spirit of God would now invade our lives and that this word could come to life inside of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. All right, now, we know that uh, television is pretty much a waste, right? Amen. It's pretty much a waste. really it is. Um, And we have found a way where you can watch some of those old, old movies like Father's Knows Best. And anyone, I think I asked you this before, anyone ever remember Hazel? Who remembers Hazel? Good, clean, sweet. So I've been watching these things with my wife and... um, just recording them by the oodles and sit down and watch a few, and it's, it's good. I love it. But it's also sad because it, it makes me long for what used to be. It makes me long for how kind of neat children were and families were and how sweet to see and father knows best and all that kind of stuff that it kind of almost puts me in a little bit of a stupor. Because all you got to do is walk outside and know you don't live where they live. It's just totally different. And so it's actually like the, the Lord has been kind of like shaking me because I am alive and saved now for such a time as this. It was cool back then, but this is where I am. This is where I find myself now. So you can kind of watch it, but you got to be careful 
as you watch it, that you don't kind of become mesmerized or bummed out or something. So I believe that the Lord, even with that song, which I don't even know if I've ever heard that song before, but instantly loved it, that God told me to tell you this. And this is what I'm going to do. Found in 2 Peter 1.13. He says, yes, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle. I think this is right as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Putting you in remembrance. It's absolutely true, and you know it, that the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, especially in America, walks way below what it should. And it's not God's problem. God didn't give us a blue light special salvation. It's us. It's just us. We don't, uh, I don't know, maybe we've never had our feet to the fire. But God has now stirred up the fire and putting our feet to it. And then they've had it that way in the East. And their strength and their power and their belief, simplistic belief in the Word of God is so superior to ours. And yet we think we're superior to them. New Living Translation, same scripture says, And it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. And what I'm trying to remind you is if that you have to stir yourself up. I mean, I can preach here forever as long as God gives me breath. But if, if you don't stir yourself, there's not going to be any stirring. If you don't put initiative, sneakers to the race, nothing's going to happen. So God says that uh, I am to try to remind you and to stir you. And that word stir means to wake up. It also means to awaken, to arouse from sleep. And, and we have, and I know that you know that now, that maybe, just maybe, possibly, the American church just might be starting to stretch and yawn a little bit. We had uh, National Day of Prayer last Thursday, and uh, had a number of people just commenting over and over and over about it. We had eight or nine pastors show up, which is an absolute miracle, almost equal with walking on water. Pastors who weren't asked to sit on a stage and say something. So it was very impressive and very blessed. And and uh, some of the procedures where we have our meeting at the high school is starting to change. And they sent an email that we'll have to be charging for the room, which is, I can understand that. And so we talked a little bit about that personally. Uh, we did not announce it at all anywhere, yet we had pastors immediately after that saying, whatever you need from me, you let me know. Meaning money. To, to try to, to take care of the cost, whatever it will be. Now, look, uh, that's a move of God. Uh, it really is, because we are so segregated. We are so uh, much into our own denominations that it's pathetic. And so I believe possibly, maybe, we're starting to wake up as a church, Church of America. And so this stirring is to, to wake, to arouse, and also means to render active. Come on! Get in it! To render active. And probably 98.5 of the church in America has been inactive. We're kind of into our own selves, and that was never to be. That's a deception from the enemy. 
It really is. You understand? Remember this church. The whole gospel, everything is not about you and me. It's about Christ. It's about his kingdom. It's about souls. Yet somehow it has truly been deceived and we've swallowed the pill that it's about us. And so here's the stirring now. This has to do with every soul here. If you're a child of God, without doubt, Luke 4.18 says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's not bragging. That's testifying and giving a testimony of the Word of God. Every one of you that have given your life to God, truly now, the Spirit of God has come inside of you. And as, as the Lord stood up and said this, and Luke recorded it, the same thing. This is what's on the army of God, this great army in front of me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He hath anointed me. That's you. We're placing you in there to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised or oppressed. You. You. And I believe this is part of that wake up. Me? Because we've always thought it was supposed to be this elite group of professionals or, or pastors or evangelists or the, the, the TV guys. It never, it's a total bust. It's the work that you're supposed to be doing. God says, I've anointed you. You. And so we see it right here, and God wants me to remind you of this. So you get out of the stupor of wanting to live back in James Anderson and his wife. Because here's where you're at, anointed uh, of God to be active. Render active now. This church better be active. Okay. Now we're going to read a scripture in Judges, and we read as if we're in a coma. Things just don't seem to jump out. Now look, we're going to actually talk about an individual person, a man. Cut him, he bleed, you get bummed out. We're going to talk about an actual man now. With the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. It's not a fairy tale. God is no respecter of persons. <sighs> All right, Judges 4, 5, 14, 5 says this. Then went, Samson, uh, then went Samson down and his father and his mother to Timnah. And he came to the vineyards of Timnah. And behold, a young lion roared against him. See, already I've got to get rid of that. You're going, I know, I know, I know, I know this story, I know this story. No, do you Really? That's if, if we would let loose a young lion, male or female, it wouldn't care to me. It's all bad. So a, a female lion might go 400 pounds, a male lion over 500. We let him loose right here in the sanctuary. Open that door and let him in. And then, by the move of God, the Spirit of God comes upon Chad. The Spirit of God, not Chad, but the Spirit of God comes upon him. That's now in us. Chad leaps up, rips this line and shreds right in front of you. 
Jeez, you'd be screaming from the housetops everywhere you went. You might be trying to eat your Sunday chicken going, let me tell you what happened in our church today. But we read the account and it's just, <sighs> pass the salt. I mean, this is what happened. The same spirit that comes on you and me that's now in us came upon Samson, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon Chad, and he rent him as he would have rent a kid, and he had nothing in his hand, and he told not his father or his mother what he had done. The Spirit of God, and yet we walk around like so defeated all the time, no matter what. If the enemy wants to Incapitate the army of God. All he's got to do is let gas go to $3. We'll be, oh, life's over again. It's the truth. It's the way we are. We have all these goofy Hollywood movies and everybody caught up in superheroes. Well, how's that? Is that a real superhero? Rips a line in pieces. A real person. You do know superheroes aren't real. On that screen, that's fake. This is real. And this can come upon you. The Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of God wants to come upon us and give us power. But uh, power far more important than ripping apart a lion. He wants to empower us to live for God as we should and have that power to tell others about Jesus effectively and to rent and tear apart the kingdom of darkness as the Spirit of God comes upon you. You, Chad, me, Chase, Jim. This army right here, the Spirit of the Lord, and God is saying, remind them. God hasn't changed. Isn't that in the Word? The Lord says, I change. Are you having trouble believing this? One Samuel 6.13 says this, And Samuel took the horn of the oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. The type of God the Holy Ghost coming upon people. Now we have God the Holy Ghost inside of us. Even better. Every one of us. Hand chosen, hand picked by God for such a time as this. You have the Spirit of God upon you for service. Whatever service God declares. Just like I told you when we were in boot camp, all our orders came down in a little tumbler or something. We had to unscrew the top, pull them out. It was like a scroll. Vietnam, Vietnam, Vietnam. And God anoints you for service. And it comes in a scroll, and you open up and you read it. And God will anoint you. God doesn't just send you out there like some clown that doesn't know what to do. Anointed by the Spirit of God. 
unbelievable, mightily came upon him that he ripped apart a lion. Insane. That's part of your heritage. That's your lineage. That's you. That's, you're in that. That's where you are. Your great, 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 great grandfather. Go tell somebody, my great, 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 great. He ripped the lion apart with his hands. The world will think you're loony. The, the sad part is, is most of the church thinks that. That you're going to find us in some uh, mother goose story. The Spirit of the Lord. Look what Micah says. Micah 3.8. But truly, really, honestly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord. Now look. Would you have trouble swallowing that because you're still making this about you? It's not about you. You're the vessel. That's all just a vessel. The Spirit of the Lord, it's about Him. Makes this clay, weak need, shaking, lily liver, liver, pick up an iron gate and run with it. It's God doing it in us. Not you. As soon as something comes across our path, we're going, I can't, I don't think I can, I know what I just did, it's impossible, I can't do that. And you ought to hear a deep amen come from heaven. Because you can't. But it's the Spirit of the Lord inside of us can come on a group of people assembling in a building in Zanesville, of all places. Truly, I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might. The Word of God. All of you should be having uh, building permits at your house as you construct your war room. Whether it's in your office or in your home. Somewhere. And this is where this happens. Second Chronicles 3.18 says, But we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. How? By the Spirit of the Lord. It is impossible for a man to change. Impossible. I can say to my wife, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to do it again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. sorry." It's impossible no matter even how it's really true and I mean it, but I can't. Until the Spirit of the Lord comes upon. And God says, you will be changed from glory to glory. How, how? By the Spirit of the Lord. That's what the Word says. You, at any given moment, call upon God, no matter what you face, no matter what army, and there are some demonic enemies all around. 1 John 4, 4 says this, You are of God, little children, And have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than that he that is in the world. You see, the the world's got to have a Rambo, the one guy, John Rambo. If he's there, we're all saved. Doesn't matter if there's 359 German people shooting at him, he's going to win. It's all fiction, all fake. God says, you, you are, you have because God is in you. You're the one. God says, you're the one I want to. And God even calls us little children. He knows. But you have overcome them because this is the only reason 
Greater is he that is in you. A lot goes on when you give your heart to the Lord. When you say, Lord, come into my life. All of a sudden, this scripture, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The spirit of the Lord. You mean to tell me you can't walk down a middle school or a high school a hallway without acting like all the other? When you can just at any given moment, God, give me might, give me power to walk through this. God, let me go to college and come back saved. The Spirit of the Lord. Yes. The believer has a resource for victory all the time. Absolutely all the time. The vital presence of the indwelling of the Lord Jesus makes victory always possible. Always, if we only rely on him instead of us. When you fail, it's because you rely on yourself. That's what happens when we fail as a nation, as a church, as an organization, as a group of people, individuals, because we rely on us. The Spirit of God dwells in you. Just think of that. The Spirit of all Mighty God dwells in every Christian, God-fearing soul. Here. The Spirit of God is in you. Say it. The Spirit of God dwells in me. Why can't you even say it? You think, oh, that's so silly. Is it? Is that silly to you? No wonder Peter says, yes, I think it's meet or it's right as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. And this is not a sermon to, to stir you up so you'll be like me. No, it's me being like this saying, what the heck's the matter with me? And then God's showing me this. I'm like, oh, man, I fell for it again. Stir me up, God. Romans 8.11 says, But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. What on earth? We walk around defeated like we're always on a losing team. We do. We really do. It's insane. I'll tell you what. When the Bible says that the enemy is more subtle than ever, he is. How did he trick us and rob us from this? To the point, now here we are in 2016, Mother's Day, and I'm going, say it! You can't even get it out. That's how good he is. Matthew 3.11 says, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. That's for service. That's not for show off. 
It's for service. Oh, you might get pumped and do a few spins here, but it's for service out there. Absolutely. I've told you all throughout the years that uh, Holy Ghost and with fire, that word fire means lightning. Crack, crack, ba-boom. Lightning. Our nation loves sending weather stations or TV stations pictures of the crazy lightning that's going all over the place. Makes airways every time. On the news all the time. Just think if it was us to be in the lightning. Us going all over. Shakes my house. You speak for God and it goes, and you shake somebody to their very foundation and you're just speaking, you don't know. Baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Oh, you, you don't we want to argue about tongues. Please! Should we start our running the wall ministry? Who wants to be first? We're going to try to do this on our own strength? When the enemy has all the upper places in our world, in our natural world, all in the palm of his hands, and we're going to go, stop that! You need the power of God, the Holy Ghost! And you need to be struck with lightning, with fire. When you come down off that mountain, you just punch in the clock. And you're a nurse and you walk in the uh, operating room. Everybody goes, because your face is aglow with the power of God. Did I just make that up? Did that just come to me? Or is that possibly Scripture? And if it's Scripture and God's not a... Respect her. That's good stuff I'm giving you. Oh, we wallow in such doubt and disbelief. Absolutely. You understand, struck with lightning, you know, if that would ever truly happen, you know what happened? The devil ought to beg us to leave him alone. He would beg and say, TJ, don't pray against me. Didn't that happen? When they were in the pigs or in the swine or in that man, and they were all undone. Oh, don't just send us a shut up and go in them pigs. And the pigs, so smart, ran off the cliff. They ain't coming in here. Do you understand? This is real. This is true. Recorded for you and me. If God's no respecter, He's done it for them. He'll do it for us. It was horrible then. It's horrible now. God's always looking for His remnant, His church, that He can move upon and be awesome in. And they'll take no credit for it. When we have our all recall in your own little private time, you ask God, strike me with lightning. Luke tells us, let your loins be girded about, ready, ready for battle. Be tripping all over stuff, over your sword, wondering where it is. Let your loins be girded. And he goes, what else? And your light's burning. 
That's the way we are to be. I don't care who you are. It's not you. James says this about us. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And if you think about yourself, you're going to go, oh, boy, I'm not righteous. I think. We, already, we go through that every time, right? You're simply righteous. Why? You've applied the blood to your life. When God the Father looks at you, he looks at the Son's blood, then he sees you. And he says, declares you righteous. So pray. And it will avail much. Even though your head will scream, not you, you're too dumb, you're too stupid, you're too dirty, you're too evil. Pray by faith from here. Pull the plug on this thing. Pray. The effectual, fervent. Fervent Greek word is energio. You don't have to be a Greek scholar to know what that means, right? Energy. Energy. We've fallen into the world. You guys will jump right up if I say, all right, let's all have a moment of silence. You're good at it. You're all gold medalists. Right? What happens if we decide to call someone to pray? Out loud? In a microphone? The enemy has held you down so long. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ. You understand, it's got, he's got like, do you ever see those, they're sad pictures, but those little tiny baby feet that are, they're just so little. That's the enemy's foot on this huge muscular church. This little tiny thing, but I can't do nothing. And God said, hey, ho, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. We can't believe this. We must seek Almighty God and continue to seek. And I know it gets weary. And I know sometimes your head wins out. And I know you get exhausted. But God says this. Now, unto him that is able to do exceedingly above, above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. You all our Power Rangers. You all are Captain Americas. Iron Man. Whatever. Name them. There's another scripture we read too fast. That one. It, he's saying God cannot only do more than we ask, not only more than we think, but it's like exceedingly, abundantly, Above all that we ask or think. Beyond what we think. For him. This scripture's for you. And so here we are today. The big cauldron. Stick the big spoon of the word of God in. Remember this chase. Stir it. Come on. We got one of those nice. Not the top of the line, but what is that thing? The mixer. KitchenAid. Okay, whatever. So we'll make double batch of this, and you can just hear the motor draw. That's what it's like here. We need God to stir us. Because this 
all true for every one of you. Everyone that I'm looking at, every face, everyone that's looking back at me. This is true. This is real. This is the word of Almighty God for you this morning. God's trying to put you in remembrance. Hey, this is real. I'm talking about you. It's definitely overdue for the time for the church to rise up out of the ashes. I mean, the, the ashes are all around us. God is able to do this. And not beginning in heaven. Oh, for Pete's sake. Everything will be perfect in heaven. It's now. This is right now. It, it, the, the beginning is now because the Bible says, according to the power that worked in us at this present time. No matter where you're at. No matter what you're doing. You don't have to go to the Philippines. God will send people right around you. Look across your workbench, wherever. They're all over. Target one and start praying for what's his name. You don't even have to know his name. All right, here's an awesome scripture. The Word of God says this, Isaiah 60, verse 1. Arise, shine. That's what we're to do. Arise and shine. For the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Is that happening? Absolutely. Gross darkness to people. Is that happening? But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. So God is saying, arise, stand up. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for your religious freedom. Stand up for the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand up for the church. Stand up for what God has put inside of you. It is. And God says, the Spirit of the Lord, because He knows we're timid. And we'll go, what about my job and my family? I know that. But again, it's not about you or me. It's about him. Man, we're going to blubber and cry like crazy in heaven when we actually see it. We're going to weep so hard. How can I ever think about me at all? Acts 2.14 simply says, But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice, said unto them, you men of Judea and all ye that dwell. This is the guy that just denounced and ran away cursing. Not that long after the crucifixion of the one he denied. The same group. He's now standing up. Yeah, a bunch of. What? What happened to Peter? The spirit of the Lord got him and drew him up. Because he was out weeping bitterly. <laughs> he went back fishing. God got him. Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice, said unto them, You men of Judah, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, by this know unto you and hearken to my words. I mean, it's time we lift up our voice and declare the works of God. 
You can do that. You don't need a news station or a microphone. They didn't have any of that back then. Make known his ways. We've got to stop being sissies and stand up. Let them see us and hear us. You understand, that's always the same. So they, Nebuchadnezzar built this huge statue of himself. Big selfie. Oh, sick. Throw up. That's going to happen again. And 99.9 will bow. But God is going to say, stand up. Oh, yeah. And you're going to go, what? Is that me? God, you talk to me. He's going to say, Chad, stand up. And he may be, Chad, be going, my family, my wife, I love everyone. God's going to go, stand up to this church, to me, to all of us. And God knows we can't. But the Spirit of the Lord will come upon him and pick him up. Oh, yeah. I know. Absolutely. There is no supermen. It's the super God. He's a super God. He's a fantastic God. Listen to what Solomon said. Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel, spread forth his hands toward heaven, and he said, Lord God of hosts, there is no God like thee. That's what you need to do in your war room, in your prayer room. Hear yourself. By the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. There's no God like thee. Oh, this week there's so much stuff going on, so much stuff going wrong. I can't think of the dumb little song. I told my wife, that's what I'm singing all week. It was something like, Joe is so dumb, hallelujah. (laughs) Joe is no good, hallelujah. It, it was something like that just reminded me because I'm not. And I would just sing about the God, the goodness of God. And it, it got me through an insane, chaotic, unbelievable, crazy week. A silly little song which I can't even think of right now. Solomon said, look, there's no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath who keepeth covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all their heart. There's no God like thee. Find that scripture. Look at that scripture. Get in your prayer, whatever it is, and you just say it to God. There's no God like you. Lord, although I can't be trusted and I can't keep a covenant for five seconds, but you do, Lord. David declared, Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee. Neither is there any God beside thee according to all that we have heard with our ears. Say that stuff. It'll take root inside of it. And you'll start to believe it. Then you'll start to walk in it. Romans tells us this. The night is far spent. 
The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Our military is big into laser now. Laser this, laser, laser, laser that. It can cut through this, cut through that. Because light is so powerful. God's like, I knew that. Armor of light. The armor of light relates to the Lord Jesus himself. Himself. When we put on Christ, we put on that armor of God, and we are equipped to both defend and attack. I don't know if anybody really likes a fight, but I'm tired of being on the defense. I want to kick somebody. Don't you? I want to attack. I want to charge the enemy and run him out of our land. Don't you? I do want you to go vote. I do want you to go vote. I do, I do, I do. I will. Ruth and I will. And just know when you vote, he ain't going to do nothing. 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 But I'm still going to do it. Okay? This is the one that has to do it. The Spirit of God comes on us. And we live like we're supposed to live. And those thunders, boom, start going. We're like, what's that? You understand, we are sticks of dynamite. That tells us that in Acts. You shall receive power. Dunamos, dynamite, dynamo power. They should be going off all over the city. But we're not. Because we don't walk in there, we don't believe it or something. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe every once in a while they do go off. I want to be all negative. Nehemiah says this, And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Fight for them. Quit being on the defense all the time. Just start running after them. Matthew tells us, and from the days of John the Baptist until what? Now. Until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. You understand, when you, when you start to go to your prayer room, the imps ought to start squealing, Oh, no! And run and tell the boss. And all the captain demons and general demons... When you get down to your knees, they're going to go, oh, no! I'm not mocking! Absolutely. They're not going to stand. They can't stand it if you're going to go pray and cry out. They'll know they're numbered. They're done. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violent take it by force. Suffer violent means inflict violence on. That's what it means. That does not mean I'm going to go walk up and punch some unsaved politician. You inflict the violence on those knees and on that prayer. You rip down like that Chad did to the lion in front of us. 
because he goes about seeking as a... Yeah, well, he picked on the wrong dude today. And he rips him in pieces as the Spirit of the Lord comes upon him. That's you. That's you. Little tiniest woman here. That's you because it has nothing to do with you. The Spirit of God inside of the biggest guy here is not going, yeah. And the Spirit of God in the littlest girl here is not going, yeah. It's a, the Spirit of God's the same in all of us. And that violent taketh by force, that means to seize, to carry off. That means to give me that. Sick and tired of you playing with my emotions. Give me that. Or my children, or my country, or my church, or my pastor, or my, or my, or my. Take it by force. We just spent five weeks building what kind of room? War, not social, not card club. War room. Luke 22:44 says, "And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly." Man, I would love to have that one in me. And his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Why should you be the one scared? Why should you be the one you hear something at work, you hear something. I know it's me, I know it's me they're going to get rid of. You just take your stuff and walk into the war room. Do like Hezekiah. Remember Hezekiah? He got this letter, you're toast, you'll be dead. Me, You'll be pushing up daisies by two nights from here. He walked in, Hezekiah. Undone, he laid it before the Lord. Lord, we have no might. We have no army. Lord, they outnumber us 100 to 1. I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. You remember that? He laid that prayer out before. And God goes to these armies, and he just goes, boo. And they're all undone. Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon you, because he has called you, listen, for his service. The Spirit of the Lord is not upon you, to play games with, but to use it to further the kingdom of God, to stand up in the midst of the lion's den. They eat me, they eat me. What are you going to do anyway? They eat me, they eat me. Whether I live or whether I die, I'm the Lord's. That's what the Bible says, right? Okay, last verse. First Chronicles 2 9 says this, but as it is written, I hath not seen, we all have eyes here, nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Now don't just flip into heaven, heaven mode. I'm talking about now. But. God hath revealed them, or he shows them unto us how? By his Spirit. 
For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you as you spend that time with God, and He'll show you stuff, and He'll tell you stuff. So we're back to the point of what are you going to do with this? I'm going to ask you to stand, please. Probably could have done better, but I've done what I think is my best to remind you, no matter who you are. I don't care if you're sick. I don't care if you're in here and doctors say, yeah, you got a month. I don't care. It doesn't matter. The Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. Mightily for that month, then die, or mightily as God wants. It doesn't matter. The Spirit of the Lord. And so our older call, we're going to ask that God will anoint us with the Spirit of the living God. Okay? And don't sit there like the American going through. I don't feel nothing else. We're talking about praying by faith to God. You've got to come to God in faith in order to be pleasing to God. It's all lined up. You saw it. You should have had it in your word. You should have had it on a screen. It's all biblical. It's all Bible. And it's for everyone here. The key is, is do you want it? And there are lots of things I'll just say, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, God. But I'm going to do it anyway. It's not that it's all clear and precise and perfect. I don't know. I don't know what's ahead of me. But I'm going to do it anyway. So our altar call, we're going to ask the Lord to anoint us with the Spirit of Almighty God. Also, ask God to make you that, that you can put on that armor of light wherever you go. That armor of light. And that God, listen, God will strike you with lightning. God the Holy Ghost. You and Him. I'm not telling you how. I'm saying, wait, well, this, that. Forget all that. Just say, God, here we are. We are a feeble people. We are small in number. We are frightened. But Lord, here we are. That's our altar call. Booth, people, please respond. Please. Do not let the enemy boss you around anymore. Whether he's using physical, financial, emotional, do not let him push you around anymore.